Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar and I'm the Tech Talker. Tech Talker listener Michael posted a question on the Tech Talker Facebook page about smart TVs that I thought would make for a great podcast. In fact, there's so much to say about this topic that I'm going to split this episode into two parts. This week, I'll discuss about smart TVs, and next week, I'll walk you through how to make your dumb TV into a smart TV. But first, this episode is brought to you by Shutterstock.com. With over 20 million high-quality stock photos, illustrations, vectors, and video clips, Shutterstock helps to take your creative projects to the next level. For 30% off a new account, go to Shutterstock.com and use offer code TECHTALKER5. So, what exactly is a smart TV? Well, the term smart in front of any form of technology generally means that the device is linked to the internet. Think about your smartphone that can access your email, the web, GPS, and other functionalities that require internet connectivity. That's exactly what a smart TV is, a TV that is connected to your home's internet, whether it be wired or wireless. You're probably wondering, well, that's great and all, Tech Talker, but what good is my TV being hooked up to the internet? Well, as TVs have evolved over the years, they generally have become lighter and slimmer. I talked about this in my episode on the difference between plasma and LCD TVs. The next wave in TV technology is the addition of the internet. Basically, a dumb TV is nothing more than a screen that receives an input from another device such as a DVD player, satellite dish, DVR, cable, well, you get the picture. The addition of the internet gives you a ton of features that you might recognize from your smartphone or tablet. I won't go into any specific brands, but most smart TVs will have a dashboard with apps. These apps can be used to do a number of things that you previously could only do on a computer or a tablet. For example, if you had a Netflix account or Pandora, you could use these apps on your TV. This means that you can easily stream a movie from Netflix without having to rent one. Or if you're having a party, you could easily use your television speaker system to play music with Pandora. Here are a few more apps that I'm sure you're familiar with that will actually be installed on most smart TVs by default. Facebook, YouTube, Hulu, ESPN, and many, many more. And there is a much wider selection of these apps that you'd be able to find if you dug into the manufacturer's website. Alright, not to play favorites, but I'm pretty impressed with Samsung smart TVs because of how well they work alongside Samsung's tablet, the Galaxy Tab. I'm sure as these smart TVs evolve that we'll see a greater integration with mobile devices that work even more seamlessly. Aside from some killer apps, what else might make a smart TV appealing? Well, for one, some smart TVs will allow you to play 3D movies. At this point, 3D movies are pretty polarizing. Some people love them and some people hate them. However, they certainly are gaining popularity. And if they're your cup of tea, a smart TV might be a necessity. Next, some smart TVs will come with a double-sided remote. One side looks like a normal remote, and the other side has a full keyboard and touchpad. This makes browsing the internet and apps a breeze. I've also seen many smart TVs that even use voice commands and hand gestures to control what's happening on the screen. When I'm designing a website or need a graphic for a presentation, my first stop is Shutterstock.com. It's incredibly easy to search for photos because Shutterstock lets you search by subject, emotion, color, just to name a few of their search parameters. What's even better is that they add 10,000 images a day. That's right, 10,000 of them. So there's always new material to check out. Shutterstock also has an awesome iPad app so you can snag images on the go. This is great if you're on the go and you have some downtime and you just want to look at some images online. 
This app is super easy to use and it looks great. It even won a Webby. I've personally used it quite a few times and it works great. Okay, now when you decide that you want to sign up for Shutterstock.com, be sure to use the promo code TechTalker5 and new accounts will receive 30% off any package. That's Shutterstock.com and use offer code TechTalker5 to get 30% off. Another feature I'd like to point out is the intelligence of some smart TVs out there today. The smartest ones actually learn your habits, what you like to watch, and when you most frequently watch TV. From there, they'll analyze your data and make suggestions based upon your interests. This is an interesting concept, which if you have trouble finding something to watch could really help you out. Now, the last feature, and probably my favorite, is the ability for a smart TV to play other content on your home's network. Once configured, most smart TVs will allow you to play content from your mobile device or your computer directly on the TV screen. Trust me when I say this, that it is much easier to show a room full of people that hilarious cat video on a 55-inch screen compared to your 5-inch smartphone. Alright, have I sold you on the idea of a smart TV yet? Well, before you go out and buy the latest and greatest smart TV model, check out next week's episode of Tech Talker where I'll go into media centers. It's been a long-time hobby of mine to make old computers and transform them into a media center that can blow a killer smart TV out of the water. And with that, here are your four quick and dirty tips on smart TVs. 1. Smart TVs connect to the internet and have access to additional content. 2. Many of these TVs will have a wide selection of apps, just like your computer or mobile device. 3. After analyzing your viewing habits, a smart TV might be able to give you a suggestion for other content that you might like. 4. Smart TVs will let you play video from other devices connected to your home's network. Well, that's it for today. Be sure to check out all of my earlier episodes at techtalker.quickanddirtytips.com. And if you have any further questions about this podcast or want to make a suggestion for a future episode, post them on the Tech Talker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker, keeping technology simple.